sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. Richard Tinsley had married Amy Avedon for her money, pure and simple. After all, Amy had wanted Tinsley for a husband, at least at first. Tinsley could scarcely believe his good fortune, marrying the Avedon Cosmetics heiress. How ironic that now, a year later, Richard would be plotting her demise. But how do you get rid of an heiress and appropriate her money and get away with it, and all under the noses of three other women? In tonight's little excursion into the macabre, we meet a small man hoping to accomplish a big job, the perfect crime. Can he pull it off? Or is Richard Tinsley the victim of a delusion that prods him onward, a kind of complex arising from what is called the small man syndrome? For Richard is five foot three and Amy stands six foot one. We'll meet them in a minute in a crisis story called Amazon House. Miss Avedon's office. I'm sorry, Miss Avedon is in conference and can't be disturbed. Yes, I'll tell her you called. I'm sorry, Mr. Tinsley. Now, what were you saying? I was saying that... Oh, excuse me again. Miss Avedon's office. I'm sorry, Miss Avedon is in conference and can't be disturbed. Not until sometime this afternoon, I'm afraid. Is there a message? Yes. Yes, I have that. I'll see that she gets it. Yes, you're welcome. I'm awfully sorry. Well, I can see you're pretty busy, Linda. Oh, I'm never too busy to talk to you, Mr. Tinsley. Well, it's very nice of you. What I wanted to do was that... Oh, I... Will you excuse me? Sure, go right ahead. Don't go, please. I... Miss Avedon's office, can you hold for a moment? Mr. Tinsley, please don't leave. I... Yes, may I help you? Miss Avedon will be in conference all afternoon, sir. Will you hold again, sir? Mr. Tinsley? Oh. Yes, sir. I'll take your number and ask Miss Avedon to return your call. Yes, I have that. Of course, sir. Goodbye. I don't believe this phone. Miss Avedon's office? Linda, it's Richard Tinsley. What? I'm down at the other end of the office. What are you... Why are you phoning? It seemed like the only way I could get a word in edgewise. I know. I'm sorry. But Miss Avedon... I mean, your wife is a very popular person, Mr. Tinsley. But then, of course, you know that. (laughs) You bet. What do I call her when I'm talking to you? I'm kind of new and... Well, the question's never come up before. I mean, she likes to go by the name of Miss Avedon, but I know she's really your wife, so do I call her Mrs. Tinsley or Miss Avedon or what? Or shouldn't I ask? No, no, it's nice of you to ask, Linda. Why don't you just go on calling her Miss Avedon? Oh, all right. I'd hate for you to slip someday and call her Mrs. Tinsley. Oh, no. She wouldn't know who you were talking about. Oh, Mr. Tinsley. Richard, Richard, call me Richard. Oh, I couldn't. Well, then call me anything. Anything except Mr. Avedon. That's what half the company calls me anyway. Uh, Did you want to see Miss Avedon? 
your wife? Well, originally, yes. Oh, I'm awfully sorry, but she isn't seeing anyone. She's, She's in, in conference. conference. <laughs> I know, I know. But I do have a message for you. She said to tell you she's expecting you to be at home for a small dinner party tonight. Oh? There'll be cocktails at 6 and dinner at 8.30. And what was the uniform for the day? What? Oh, never mind, Linda. Did she say who's coming? Well, Miss Baxter from Motivational Research. Oh, great. And I'm supposed to take notes. Oh, you'll be there, too? Uh-huh. Well, at least I'll have someone to talk to. Uh-oh, my other line's flashing. I'll put you on hold. No, 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 don't put me on hold, Linda. I hate being on hold. I'll see you at dinner tonight. I do hate to be undiplomatic, Mr. Tinsley, but you're standing in the path of progress. Sorry, Cora. Where do you want me to stand? Well, it's your house, but it's my kitchen. How about reading the paper or walking the dog or something? You're ordering me out of my own kitchen? Listen, Mr. Tinsley, as long as Cora Crawford is a part of this organization, the kitchen is off limits to unauthorized personnel. Listen here, Cora. I hired you and I can fire you. Correction. Miss Amy hired me. Yeah, and I married Miss Amy. So? That don't cut no ice as far as I can see. Yeah, well, you just watch yourself, Cora. Now, come on, you get out of my kitchen. I've got enough to do to get this dinner party ready without you mucking around. Guess you didn't see out there in the driveway. What? Crikey. Where'd you get that big car? What do you think of that? Miss Amy buy it for you? Yeah, not exactly. She know you got it? No, it's a surprise. <laughs> what did you do, trade in your old one? Let's see, it must have been at least four months old. I got a real buy on this one. Nobody buys cars this big anymore. Yeah? Well, you know what they say. Yeah, what? A man's car is an extension of his ego. And your ego sure needs extending around here. <laughs> is everything all right, Miss Amy? Just lovely. Thank you, Cora. You may serve us each one after dinner drink, and then I'm going to excuse our guests for tonight. Yes, ma'am. Then you really think we should reduce the size of our base oil bottle, Baxter? All our studies say that the typical female equates small-sized packages with premium quality. Hmm, that's interesting. Make a note, Linda. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's a fact, Baxter. I've got proof. Oh? Sure. Look at the package Miss Avedon bought. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Would someone kindly let me in on the joke? Mr. Tinsley was referring, I believe, to the disparity between your height and his, Miss Avedon. Wish I'd said that. Can I pour you ladies an after-dinner drink? None for me, thank you. Ah, come on. One for the road, Baxter? No, thank you. How about you, Miss Linda? Well, just a tiny one, please. Well, I think this has been a highly productive session. Linda, I want those notes typed up and on my desk before I get in at 8 tomorrow morning. Oh, yes, ma'am. Hey, Linda, don't gulp your drink. That's not good for you, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just wanted to get finished so I could get home in time to get some sleep. Because if I'm going to have these notes typed by 8 in the morning... Yes, Linda, we understand. We'll excuse you. Thank you for the lovely dinner, Miss Avedon. Mr. Tansley, yes. Here's your coat, ladies. Oops. <laughs> Careful, love. You a little tiddly. Oh, no, I'm fine. Never gulp a brandy, Linda. Especially if you're a small person. Believe me, I know. Good night, Miss Avedon. Good night. Yes. Good night, Miss Avedon. Good night, Mr. Avedon. Oh, Mr. Tinsley, I'm sorry. You're sorry. See you later, Linda. Richard, I want to see you. Sure, you can squeeze me in. Don't have an appointment. I tried all afternoon for wine, but of course... Gee, it's 
Wonderful how a good slap in the face saves so many words, isn't it? Just what were you trying to do tonight? See how many ways you could humiliate me in front of my own staff. I thought I was rather funny. And another thing, where did that new Eldorado come from? Oh, well, that was one of the things I wanted to see you about this afternoon, but you were in conference and I couldn't make the connection. You are utterly irresponsible, aren't you? Now, look, don't you start in on me. You had a perfectly good car. Well, I wanted this one. How did you pay for it? The usual way. Our joint account? Yeah. I thought so. Richard, on the advice of my attorneys, I'm changing our financial arrangements. Since you aren't working, you will be put on an allowance basis. A what? A weekly allowance. You'll draw an adequate sum. If you need more, you can consult with Mr. Twining. Twining? Why are you doing this to me? Because you are utterly irresponsible with money. My money. How much is my allowance going to be? $250 a week. $250? You're taking a hundred grand a month out of the cosmetics business, and I get a lousy $250 a week? What do you think I am? I know what you are, Richard. I think I knew when I married you. But I didn't want to face it. But now I know, and I know what I am to you. So we'll keep up the front and stay out of divorce court for the sake of my social standing. Good night. Amy, it's me. You awake? Of course I'm awake. It's seven o'clock in the morning. What do you want? I'd like to talk to you for a second. All right. Hi. I'm due out of here in 20 minutes, and I still have lots to do. I know. Amy, I've been thinking about last night and... Well, and what you said. You're perfectly right. What? About my reckless ways with money. You're right. And I apologize. Well. I I hardly slept a wink. You do look haggard. I've thought it over. I'm immature with money. You had so much, and, and I've always had so little of my own. I, I guess I've been like a kid who suddenly inherits a candy shop. <laughs> Managing money is a big responsibility, Richard. You don't learn how to do it overnight. My father started training me to understand these things from the time I was ten years old. I... I... I don't blame you. Amy, I've come to a decision. I'm going out today and get myself a job. Any kind of job. Just to show you I really want to stand on my own two feet. I don't want you to have just any kind of a job, Richard. Oh, no, I'll be careful not to do anything to discredit the house of Avedon. Don't worry. You know, I think you mean it. I do. Believe me. And I'm sorry for slapping you last night. No, Amy, no. Maybe it... It brought me to my... My senses. I'll have my breakfast now, Cora. What'll you have? Eh, just anything. Just anything? You feeling all right, Mr. Tinsley? <laughs> Never better, Cora... Hey, Cora, tell you what. Take the evening off tonight. Uh-uh. Hey, why not? Miss Avedon, she gives me Fridays off. This is only Wednesday. I know. But tonight I want to be uh, alone with my wife. Oh, I ain't going to interrupt your fun and games, Mr. Tinsley. Will you do it, please, Cora? It's a little surprise for her. What you going to do about dinner? I'm going to take her out. Well, fine by me, but I've got a lot of errands to do today. 
Okay. Oh, Court, do me a favor. Take my car and gas it up, will you? I'm going to be pretty busy myself on the phone. Yes, sir. Oh, there she goes. Got the whole great mausoleum to myself. All right. Fire one. House of Abaddon, good morning. Yes, let me talk to uh, Miss Baxter in motivational research. One moment. Miss mm-hmm, Baxter, I stuck researching my motivation. Miss Baxter. Oh, hello, Baxter. This is Richard Tinsley. Yes, sir. Uh, well, this is is kind of embarrassing, but well, I wonder if you've seen my wife this morning. Yes, I saw her come in. Why? How did she look? What? How did she look? Like like she'd been crying? Crying? No. Oh, good. Look, do me a favor. Sort of. Keep an eye on her today, will you, Baxter? I don't understand, Mr. Tinsley. I... Well, well, last night after you and Linda left, Amy and I, well, we had this argument. She she found out about Linda and me. Mr. Tinsley! Oh, we tried to keep it quiet, but, well, you know. No, sir, I do not know. I tend to my own business. Of course you do. Of course you do, Baxter. And believe me, I appreciate that. But just keep an eye on Amy today. She was was so despondent when she left this morning. Really, Mr. Tensley, I don't uh, think... Thank you, you very much, Baxter. And, of course, you'll keep this to yourself, I hope. Why, I wouldn't... Thanks again, Baxter. It. So long. So far, so good. All right. Fire two. Hmm? No. No. Miss no. no. Avedon's office. Hello, Linda, honey. Hello. Who is this? Richard. Richard Tensley. Oh, hi. Hi, yourself. How you doing? Well, pretty busy right now. Say, what are you doing for lunch today? For lunch? Nothing. I mean, I'm going to eat in the company cafeteria. Company cafeteria? <laughs> no, you're not. The stroke of 12 noon, you're going to be in the main lobby, and I'm going to pick you up and take you to the rendezvous room. The rendezvous room? But why? I'll tell you when I see you. Noon now, and don't be late. <laughs> Mr. Tinsley, what's come over you? Love, Linda. Surely you've been in love before. Love? But I've only been with Abaddon for two months. I hardly know you. Ah, but I know you. I want to know you better. You're a married man. You're married to my boss. And that's another thing. The rendezvous room is where all the company executives come for lunch. I'm always making reservations for Miss Abaddon in this very place. What if somebody sees us? Well... That's a chance we'll just have to take. You do like me, don't you, Linda? Well, sure. But you're married to Miss Abaddon. Try not to keep reminding me, okay? Oh, no. Don't look now. Here comes Miss Baxter for motivational research. Where? Oh, yeah, sure enough. Oh, this is terrible. What'll she think? I think I know what she'll think. Ah, then you're not angry at me for wanting to be alone with you tonight, huh, Amy? No. We ought to have more evenings like this. More wine? I'd better not. <laughs> Come on, just a little. Here. <laughs> oh, it's so good to relax. It was such a strange day. 
Oh? Something's up with Baxter. She kept giving me the oddest looks, almost as if she wanted to say something to me. Huh, that's so. She never did. And Linda, the little receptionist, she took an hour and a half for lunch today, and then she hardly looked at me. Hmm, that is strange. <gasps> oh, it's so nice to be home, to relax. Only, <laughs> oh, I'm getting so sleepy. Oh, And you haven't even told me yet about your day. <laughs> oh, I was busy, busy, busy. <laughs> but that can wait until tomorrow. Tonight was made for uh, other things. I can't stop yawning. <laughs> oh, Richard, I... Oh, I'm so... So terribly done in. Would you forgive me if I... If I just went up to bed? Finish your wine and I'll go up with you. <sighs> I... I can't finish my wine. I... Hey, why don't you just let me help you, dear? Oh. That's right. Come on. <sighs> lean back in my arms and... Oh. There you go. <clears throat> Boy, you're out like a light. Amy? Amy. <laughs> yeah, she's in the land of nut. Chlorohydrate really puts them out. All right, my... My sweet Amazon. Let's take one last walk. Up to the garage. You're going to have a nice... Nice long nap. My nice new car. Closed garage. Now, the door open. And now, you're stuffed in the front seat. There. Put the key in the ignition. Start it up. Bye-bye, Amy. Mr. Tinsley, how are you this morning? Oh, Cora, thank God you're back. What's the matter? You look all of a tether. I never thought she'd do it. You never thought who'd do what? Amy. She found out about Linda and me. Linda and you? I tried to calm her down. Finally, she locked herself in her room. I went to bed. Sometime in the middle of the night, she must have gotten up and gone out to the garage and, and she... What are you saying to me? I've called the police in the corner. They ought to be here in Will you please tell me what you're jabbering about, I, Mr. Tinsley? I, I'm trying to tell you, Cora. That Amy took her own life last night. Carbon monoxide oh. garage. Oh. oh. Oh, my head. I've never been so hungover. Amy, what? what? Oh, Cora, make some coffee. Oh, Black. Yes, Mom, yes, Mom. Oh, there you are. A Amy, how, how did you... That's what I want to know. How did I get into your car? I don't remember getting into your car. Last thing I remember is, is starting up to bed, and now I, I wake up in a cold car with, with the ignition switch on. Oh, oh. Amy, I, I, I mean, 
we thought the the engine running and all that you... Oh, so love it, Doug. Oh, Cora, shut up. Mr. Tinsley, I've got to confess something. Yesterday, when I ran those errands, you know, the last thing I did was try to buy petrol for your car. But all the stations were closed. When your gauge said empty... Richard Tinsley, a little man, trapped in the world of women, a prisoner of Amazon House. Crisis. Radio's newest contemporary drama series has presented Joe Leffingwell, Michael David McGuire, Lee Posh, Meta St. George, and Pat French in Amazon House. Crisis is written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. Join us next time, won't you? <laughs>